All right, we're live. Episode 11 of the No Notes podcast. Also, it is Labor Day, September 6th. Hopefully you guys have had a good, safe weekend and having a good day today. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, Matt, but if you could see, I've already had a good day. Got a little burned on the, on the nose and on the, on the neck. So it's been a good day, but we're still getting the podcast in. And man, I am excited about this episode. But before we get into this episode, make sure you check out uh, the last episode where we had our first guest on, Ella Lippelman. It was a great episode. That's episode 10. And so, yeah, what we're going to talk about in this week, football is it's essentially this was the last weekend without football, or for at least the NFL, for the next, you know, until the Super Bowl. So we're finally jumping into the NFL. It's going to be great. And we're going to talk about the NFL, our kind of preseason predictions. Then we're also going to talk about kind of a recap of the first kind of official week one of college football this past weekend with all the games that happened. And Matty B can talk a little bit about his experience at the BYU-Arizona game. And then finally, everyone's favorite. And it's fun for us because we just had our draft last night. We're going to talk about NFL fantasy football. We're going to talk about maybe our teams a little bit, talk about the players that we think are good values if you guys still haven't drafted. And so it's going to be a fun episode. I'm super excited. Matty B, you got anything to say before we jump into it? Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. Like Toro said, um, I went to the BYU U of A, uh, University of Arizona. I know some people think U of A is Arkansas for down where we live, but the real U of A is University of Arizona. Um, and I saw it in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. So it's going to be fun to talk about that, coming out of experience. Um, I'm eating some Trader <laughs> Joe's uh, snacks. So that's the my best, plug for Trader, for Trader Joe's. The best store. One, the best store. Yes, oh, my yes, goodness. If you have one, please go. Does Springfield have one yet or no? Nope. Still no. Okay. It sucks. So that's sad. Here, have one. It's amazing. Please check it out. It's awesome. That's my plug. Please sponsor us, Trader Joe's. <laughs> um, and I'm excited because we are talking about football pretty much for the whole podcast. Yeah, the whole podcast. NFL, college, and then fantasy football. And like Charles said, we'll talk about our teams and kind of what we did. We kind of did maybe a little bit different of a draft than maybe some other people. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think it was awesome. Um, but we'll get to that in the later stage of the podcast. So let's start with NFL, Charles, and tell me what you want to do. And let's let's get the ball rolling. Okay, we'll start with the NFL preseason. We'll mix in and we'll sandwich it NFL, college, and then fantasy because it's NFL. So we got a little, little mm-hmm. podcast sandwich going. So I actually wanted to bring up something I saw on ESPN earlier today. There's uh, I was looking and it's like, yeah, ESPN, they simulate the entire 2021 NFL season. So it has every team's record. And then obviously the playoff predictions and the Super Bowl champion, all that stuff. So I kind of want to go over that with you. I don't know if you've seen that yet and read it off to you. Um, yeah, I saw it. But instead, I looked at the their prediction for individual stat leaders. for. The, oh, I, I actually have that one pulled up so, right now, too. And we can talk about that a little bit, too. But well, before – yeah, I'm going to read off kind of the – I just want to see your initial thoughts to the what okay. the simulator of ESPN – predicted and then we'll kind of get into our own predictions and then you know etc etc so what it did was 
it has records through week five, it has records through week nine, and then it has records through week 12. And I think then it has the final simulation. So from week five, I'll just go over like the main ones. I won't go over any like the mid-tier teams, but only the surprising ones. Mm-hmm. At five and zero, oh, it's the Chiefs and the Colts through week five. At zero oh and five, it's the Eagles and the Seahawks. And then my Ravens are predicted to be two and three. The Jaguars four and one. Washington football team and the Panthers four and one. So just the uh, Seahawks zero oh and five. Yeah, just yeah. I, I will don't save all your thoughts to the end. Um, I just want to go through it all first. I know you're, you already got thoughts already brewing in your head. Okay, so the rest of them just, you know, three, two, two, three, whatever. Okay, yeah. So it also predicts that Justin Fields is going to start uh, for Andy Dalton. It's saying that the Seahawks are going to fall apart because their offense, they just can't uh, – they don't got any – their offense struggling and their subpar defense. All right. Anyways, through week nine, eight and one, the Colts. Oh and eight, the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's see any other surprises. The Titans at three and six, the Ravens at three and five, the Washington football team at six and two. That might be a little bit of a surprise. Everything else, Patriots six and three. Everything else might be a little, it's kind of, you know, nothing like too crazy, I guess you could say. But yeah, it's but saying she's seven and two. Uh, Browns, Chiefs, and Rams are seven and two. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah, Jags are still six and two. So the Jags are still on a hot start. It also predicts that the Panthers will get the number one pick. Then the Giants will get the second pick. The Jets will get the third and fourth pick, the third being Seattle's pick. And then the Texans at five. It's also talking about Baltimore being lost, lost season because of their injuries. And all right, let's get into week records through week 12. At nine and two, the Chiefs. At nine and three, the Colts. At eight and three, the Bills, 49ers, Bucks, Rams, and the football team. And then at one and ten, the Seahawks. And then everything else is kind of in the middle. Every there's no, you know, the the teams that are supposed to be bad, you know, are supposed are like three and eight, you know, they're supposed to be bad. So yeah. and then late push from the Cowboys wins in the NFC East. Colts dominate in the regular season. And now the final simulation, regular standings. The Bills tied the Colts for first at 13 and four, but the Bills had the tiebreaker. So they're the one and two. The Browns are three at 12 and five. The Chiefs are four at 11 and six. The Dolphins are five at 10 and seven. The Steelers are six at nine and eight. And the Jaguars are in at nine and eight. And the the Chargers were also nine and eight, but they missed out. So that is the AFC. Now, the NFC, the one seed, the Bucks and the Niners tied at 12 and 5. So the Bucks are one, Niners two. The Packers are 11 and 6 at three. The Cowboys, 10 and 7 at four. The Saints, 11 and 6 at five. The Rams, 9 and 8. And then the Bears win the seven seed as 8 and 9, beating out the Vikings, Eagles, and football team who all tied at 8 and 9. And the playoffs, the Browns beat the Chiefs. In the postseason, because they beat the Steelers first and then the Chiefs. The Jaguars beat the Colts in the uh, wild card round. And everything else is Saints beat the Cowboys, nothing too crazy. 
So the Bills beat the Jags. And then I already said the Browns beat the Chiefs. The Bucks beat the Saints. The Packers beat the Niners. Then the conference championships, the Bills beat the Browns. And the Packers upset the Bucks in the NFC Championship. And then it predicts that the Bills will beat the Packers to win the Super Bowl. And that is ESPN's simulation of 2021-2022 season, which I guess they did 20,000 times. So, yeah, what are your initial thoughts about that? Just what do you want to start with? <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't think the Patriots are making the playoffs, you're an idiot. Whoa, okay, so... okay, okay. Let me see how the Patriots finished. They were 7-5, and five, so they finished 8-9. and nine. And yeah, they were the tenth best team, is what they think. Well, and they went six to three, six and three, and now eight and nine. Like what the? Like what is that? That's garbage. <laughs> okay, that's well, straight garbage. Well, <laughs> and then and then you can't tell me the freaking Seahawks are one in ten at week twelve. That's well, apparently, garbage. Apparently, they have a, a little bit of a good push to end the season. Then they finish five and twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's bull. That's, that's garbage. Oh, the Seahawks at O and A. I could not imagine that. Yeah, no. Okay, so here's here's my things with these simulation things. They're just simulations. So that means that, like, you know how they said they do twenty thousand times. It means majority of the time, here's what it is, and they do percentages, right? So each, if they do it twenty thousand times, that means that each matchup is done twenty thousand times or whatever it is, right? In the regular right. season. Yeah. That could literally go whatever way. And so they're just taking percentages. And I, I guess just have, uh, like, a little bit of a thing with those because, like, this year, like, the Diamondbacks are supposed to be, like, um, like a wild card team in simulation. And they're, like, the like second worst team in MLB, right? So you just never know. <laughs> and so to me, yeah, I put about 0% into these. However, it's... I do think a lot of the playoff teams they do have I think are good. I think they, I think ESPN love the Cowboys a lot more than they should. I also think they like Trevor Lawrence more than they should because that team looks like garbage. Like <laughs> Jacksonville looks like garbage. And then Bro, I, I hope now I got James Robinson. Well, I'm not saying indiv- individuals can be good, but your team can still suck booty. I know. And that's exactly what the team is. You, you just want them in a good, a good team, though. That's the only thing. Anyway, we'll talk about fantasy yeah. later. We'll talk about fantasy later, but keep going. But, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see a Bills and Packers. I mean, think those were the two out of the four teams that were in the in the championship game last year. Right. So, I mean, that could have definitely been one. And I don't think the Packers got worse, and I don't think the Bills got worse. If anything, yeah. they stayed the same. So, they could probably be there. The Chiefs with their regression, I think that can happen. I don't think they have as good weapons as they usually do. Like, you have Tyreek and Kelsey. But outside of that, there's not, like, anyone coming new. And the defense is okay. Uh, the Buccaneers, I think they can win. I think if the Beckers and Packers play again in the championship game, that's a coin toss. I think either is good. Um, and I like the Browns. And the Browns, I mean, they were one fourth down away from beating the Chiefs, right? Yeah, like they would have got were. that stop. If they well, would have that stop, I'm pretty well. They would have had to drive down and score. Yeah. What was it? A, a touchdown, right? Because 35 31. Um, but I mean, from what they were doing, it looked like they were probably so. Here's the thing they're fourth down from having a chance to win the game, which means they're super close. And I think they got better this year. So, I mean, 
I think majority, I mean, the playoff teams that they have for the majority, I like. But right. there are some, like the Cowboys, that I don't think they're that good. Even though I do have some players on my fantasy team that are Cowboys. But that's not what I, that's not what fantasy is about is how good your team is, it's individuals, you know? Um, but yeah, I think like the Cowboys are overrated. I think the Seahawks will win. I don't think they're going freaking five and 12. Um, I also don't think the Jaguars are that good. And I don't think the Dolphins are going to be that good either. I think they're going to be good. I think they'll make the playoffs, maybe the seven seed. But. Right. It, so, yeah, it's fun to look at the simulation just to see what yeah. they say. So I do want to ask you a couple questions okay. about, like, the simulation. So yeah. do you think the Seahawks will make the playoffs then? That's the first I one do. I want to ask. Yeah, you do? I think they will. Yeah. What's their record going to be? Um, I think they're going to be 10 and 7. 10 and 7. 10, yeah. 7, 11, and 6, whatever. The only way the Seahawks one. go 0 and 8 is if Russell Wilson gets injured. Because if you have Russell Wilson at quarterback, you're not starting 0 and 8. I just, there's no chance. No, He's still there's good. no way. Yeah. I mean, you and I, I mean, wanted him so bad in fantasy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Russell Wilson has Lockett, Metcalf, and Chris Carson. Like, and their O-line is not, like, super bad. Like, it's not great. It's definitely bottom 10 in the league. <laughs> but with Russell Wilson, I mean, he makes some throws and some plays every game that you're just like, how the heck are you doing now? You know, yeah. and, and he's guaranteed at least one win, like in eight games. Like, I don't think he's, I don't think I've ever seen him lose more than like, what is it, five games or four games in a row? I think NFL, right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. unless he gets injured. And, and like I said, maybe they know something that I don't. Maybe they know that Buster Wilson gets injured. Maybe that's what the simulation does, right? I don't know if it's a simulation of if everyone's healthy or they do simulation with like, you know, people also getting hurt maybe that's a thing too um right but i mean if russell wilson gets hurt oh yeah totally see it but if not no i mean who did they play the first week uh let's go look at who they play actually they play um who do they play i should notice i have chris carson on my team they play the colts so, so that's a that's a pretty good matchup though yeah i mean that's one that, i mean and then what's week two Week two, they play the Titans. And three? Vikings. Okay, out of those games, I could see them beating the Vikings. I could right. see them beating the Colts. I think the Colts one is a 50-50. Titans, I think, is 60-40 Titans. And then yeah. I think Vikings is probably about 70-30 or 60-40 Seahawks. So, if, I mean, right there, you have two – you have, out of the first three games, two very winnable games. I personally think that – uh, the Seahawks will not make the playoffs, but they're not going to be as bad as that simulation says. I think they're going to be nine and eight or eight and nine, and I don't think that's going to be enough to get in. Well, I don't know. It is the NFC, but I I do see a little bit of regression in them because, yeah, like you said, their O line's not great, and Russell Wilson tends to slow down and during the season, and so I can see that happening again because they just he has to do so much, and their defense is very skeptical in my opinion. I think that they're going to give a lot of points. So I, yeah. I do – I don't think the Seahawks will make the playoffs, if I'm being honest. That's that's my prediction. But I, I think they'll be right fighting for the, the last couple spots uh, coming down to it. But I don't think they'll, they'll get in. Well, let's do this. Let's do our playoff predictions then. Right. Why, don't we just get, yeah. why don't we just get right into it? I was, about to, bring, I was, about, to bring to, I was about to bring that up to you. All right, I'll go first. I'll, I'll set the tone so you can – And argue. do it in – 
um do it like in order like what you think you don't do, gotta do records just do your prediction and then after okay. that we'll go who do you think's championship game super bowl all that kind of stuff okay sounds good i'll go yeah i'll go first so you can debate with me after okay okay <laughs> okay so i i actually do think the bills will be the one seed i agree. are you doing afc first Is that right? I'll, I'll do afc first yeah. okay AFC first. that's just okay. how i looked at first i think the bills okay. will be the one seed i really think they have a i don't know i mean i think josh Allen's gonna take a he was already good last year some people think he might regress you know but i i think he's gonna be probably just as good as he was and their defense is honestly pretty i think it's top half i think they're built to be a definitely a super bowl contender no doubt i do think they'll win the one seed based off of i think their schedule is a little bit easier than some of the others if i remember right i don't know for sure i'd have to look into that like they're uh, schedule strength of schedule. I think it's a little lower, so that helps their favor as well. So I'll go with the Bills at the one seed. Man, it gets tough. I do think that the, as much as I don't want to say it, I think the Chiefs will probably get the second seed. I I, I think the Chiefs will will still finish in the top three, definitely, just because you know. You've got Mahomes and Tyree Kill and Kelsey, and so that alone yeah. just powers your offense like crazy. And then their defense is all right. So just based off that, I do think they'll be a top either two or three. I'll give them two, but I can see them being like three. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, I also hate to say it because I'm a Ravens fan, I but I do think the Browns are winning the AFC North, and I think they'll get the three seed. Their their team is honest, if, unless Baker Mayfield just really slumps, but I think he's solid quarterback and that team is just very well-roundedly built they've got a really honestly i think underrated defense that's going to be a top 10 probably and then they've still got you know nick chubb and cream hunt in the backfield with odo beckham who people have forgotten about but he could still you know do some stuff so they've just they've got the makings you know of a really good team they're very uh very balanced i think also the colts will be the four seed I do think that the Colts will win the AFC South, definitely. Uh, so, because I know Carson Wentz is skeptical, but everyone's always talked about their the Colts are a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. And Carson Wentz is probably one of the better options that they're going to have right now because, like, besides, you know, maybe the quarterback play, their team is also – their defense is really, really good. And then mm-hmm. they have offensive weapons as well. And so that, you know, if Carson Wentz can play somewhat decent, then they're going to be a, a good top team. So I think they'll they'll win their division and be the four seed. Now it gets difficult predicting the three wild card spots. This is where it gets difficult. Mm. Man, I kind of think the Titans will make it again. I think... I'm a little shocked that they didn't make it in the simulation. I don't think they really got any worse. They, I don't know. I mean, I know they had Julio, obviously. That's like the big addition. So their offense is better. But But their their defense did regress. It did regress a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they're still good enough to to sneak in. I'm going to pick three now and then I'll rank them after because I don't know where to rank them right now. Uh, So I'm just going to pick my three and then I'll, I'll rank them. So I think okay. the Titans. Mm. 
the Chargers. I'll give the Chargers. And then, oh, man. Uh, can't believe I'm going to say this, but uh, I don't know, though. Am I confident? Like, I'm so torn because, you know, the Ravens are my team, and yeah. I am confident, but the J.K. Andrews really big hit. That is a huge hit. I mean, Gus is still okay, definitely, but like, man, that's the principle of our offense. I don't know if I trust Lamar enough. I, I'm, I'm between them and the Dolphins, so no Patriots. <laughs> between them and the Dolphins, I think the man, that's tough. I'm going to go ahead and go with I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I gotta, I gotta pick my team. I mean, how could I not? Like, the Dolphins, I think, are and Patriots will be close, but I'm gonna pick the Ravens. You know, you've got Lamar; he can hopefully do some stuff for us. So I'm picking the Ravens. So at five, I think I'm gonna pick the the Chargers. Actually, I, I kind of like their team a lot. I think they're they're pretty good. And then I'm gonna pick six mm-hmm. Ravens, and the seven will be the Titans, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I'm not the most confident, you could say, but it'll do. Wait, hang on, Matt, real quick before you go. All right, you can go. <laughs> By the way, you don't have to be shy, Autumn. You can you can go get yourself if you need to. Autumn's lying on the floor because we're doing the, doing the podcast and she doesn't want to get in the way. You, oh. you can grab stuff. We don't mind. Hey, we always like special guests. Don't worry. <laughs> we're, always, we're always here. What you say? Watching no notes. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's watching our podcast <laughs> as we're doing a podcast. Well, <laughs> someone has to have the VIP showing, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know um, what I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> so All right. Let's hear my, your predictions. So mine are going to be a little different than yours, but not too much. So first, I have the Bills. Okay. We can I agree on that. the best. Uh, second, I had the Browns. I would give them the two um, seed. It's I, I could flip them with the yeah. Chiefs, yeah. Third is Chiefs. Fourth, I have is Colts. We we agree on the division winners for pretty much. Yeah, so. I just think I, I think they are like pretty set unless something major happens. Like if Carson Wentz goes down, then I replace it with Titans. But like right now, I'm predicting as if everyone's healthy for the whole year. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, number five, I have are the Patriots. As a five seed. Yes, as the five seed. I think oh. they're a lot better than people give them credit for. And Bill Belichick is not going to miss the playoffs twice in a row. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. We also did go 3 0 in the preseason. I know that means nothing, but hey, you know. <laughs> um, six, I have is Chargers. Okay, I so we agree on Robert. that. Yeah. I love the offense and stuff. And then there's three teams that I can see at the seven seed. I already know but, one of them. But I'm going to go with your team, the Ravens, at seven. All right. So, so ours are actually the exact same. I just put in the Titans over the Patriots. Pretty well in terms of the actual teams being in, we predicted six of the seven, yeah. the same six. Yeah, yeah, 
Okay. I okay. just think uh, the reason why I think that is because the Steelers, I don't think, are their defense is good. I don't think offense, the Steelers are that pass. good. This, the, their defense this, is good. Their defense is really good. And the Ravens but is last, too, though. They're yeah. Both like but top. last year, I mean, look at what they did. They went 11 and 0 and lost five in a row and then lost to the freaking Browns. I, I knew their 11 and 0 was like a fake 11 and 0 because I, I was never oh, on board yeah. with them at all. No, I think. Did you have Juju on your fantasy team last year or something? Ever since Antonio Brown's been gone, that offense has been just. Ever since Bell and Brown have been gone, been kind I, of yeah, just I don't, not good. Just I don't not tr- good. Offense. I don't trust them to make the playoffs like the Sim does. No, I don't either because you play in the AFC North with the Ravens, who I think are better. Browns are definitely better, and I think the Bengals might steal a win from them. I really do. So, I mean. I don't see them going in. Dolphins, I still think Patriots beat them, so they're not getting in. And Bills beat them too. And then with the Titans, I just don't trust their defense. Like, I think their offense is, is good. Um, but I really don't think – I don't know how two AFC South teams get in because that division is kind of outside of Titans and Colts and mostly Colts. Division is not – that's probably the weakest one out of the whole AFC. So, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I, I could see. And that, I just put uh, Patriots because one, I am a fan of them, but two, I really do believe that Belichick won't miss the playoffs twice, and I think Mac Jones is a quarterback that is good for that Patriot system. Yeah, he definitely and we is. Have, we had the most opt outs of out of COVID last year. Now they're back, and then also like our O line is top three in the league, and we have. Um, Damien Harris, J.J. Uh, Taylor. Still James uh, White. James White. And we have uh, that Ramad Stevenson guy. So we have four capable running backs. And if any worst comes to worst, just keep running the ball down people's throats, you know. And, yeah, definitely. And we have, you know, our two tight ends with Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. And then we have, you know, some wide receivers and Myers, Aguilar, and Bourne. And so I think this team last year, is way better than this team see, this year. Is way better than last year. And last year they went seven and nine. I see. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I see. It, maybe I'll maybe I'll be wrong, you know, about the Patriots. But I see that this was a this turned into a Patriots plug. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> my just, team. I know, but I, that's the. I mean, hey, here's the thing. I am not saying the Super Bowl bound. I don't think they're that good. I think they're still a couple years away, but it's I, in the right direction. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I honestly – why I realized I put – I'll talk about my team a little bit. Why I put the Ravens over the hump is mm-hmm. last year they would have been better if they didn't have all that COVID stuff happen because they still finished hot and were 11-5. and five. So they probably could have been 13-3 and three maybe if not all that like stuff played. And they definitely wouldn't have lost to the Steelers on that Wednesday game if that all oh, had no. happened. No chance. No, no Lamar. Yeah, didn't RG3 play, right? Yeah, and they, the Steelers won like 13 to. It was like a really bad game. It was, it was just thirteen to seven or something. It was a really like sloppy game. They would have yeah. they would have definitely won that game if it was normal. So that was another win. So the I, I I just remembered the Ravens have a really good defense, and you know maybe the Lamar slander is accurate, but a lot of people say that the slander is too critical, you know, and that he can't take the next step. Blah blah blah. But. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of confident that he can maybe take the next step and throw it a little more. Now, you know, Jake losing JK really does hurt. 
And Rashad, Rashad Bateman is injured currently. He might not play the first couple of weeks, you know, our, our first round pick. But I don't know. I, I just think that he could and take I, – And I like him because he's he played at Minnesota. I yeah. think he's good. I think that Lamar can take the next step. And, you know, he's already such a threat on the, on the ground, you know, as it is. And that's already hard enough. I, I think the fact, you know, they finished 11-5 and when they could have been a little better last year. And, yeah, they lost a little bit of pass rushing. But they did get Justin Houston, which definitely helps. That's who they really needed. Yeah. And they might not be as good, but they still have such a good secondary, you know, especially their two corners. It's like an all top, maybe top three quarterback duo. I still think that they could easily, you know, be like 10 and seven and, you know, make it in the playoffs. Yeah. Definitely. I but, agree. Yeah. So uh, we'll see about the Patriots. I, you kind of convinced me a little bit, although you are a fan. But hey, I'll just stick with what I picked with for now. Hey, that's fine. I know I'm a fan, and, and you know, I mean, we've been friends for forever, you know, right. I'm a Lakers fan, but, like, I really do think this team, and I think you can agree this team is better this year than it was last year. I mean, yeah, can you I name know. any of the offensive rate weapons that we had last year? Julian Edelman. <laughs> and he was on one leg. Right? Yeah. I mean, so. Sonny Michelle, Cam, I don't know. I mean, yeah, exa- and we got, so, I mean. Nikhil Harry. Is he still on the team, by the way? He is. He right? is actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we still have him. And I think Mac Jones will use him more, I think. Um, and he's my guy because he's from ASU and I love him. You know, I love ASU. Um, but I mean, for a team that was not really that good, that went seven and nine, you have to think Phil Belichick is at least giving you with this team at least three more wins, which means that's three less losses. So 10 and seven. I guess it's 10 and seven or 11 and six for them. Right. Yeah. And their schedule is not that hard. It's really not, it's not the hardest schedule in the world. So Mm-mm. I'm just excited though for the, see how the playoffs happen. Definitely. Oh. Week four. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Speaking of, well, I'll jump onto the NFC. Yes, sir. Do you want me to go first or you go first? You can go. No, I'll go first because. I feel like you might convince me with your your pick, so I, I feel like it's better if I go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one. You know, the lion. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna probably <laughs> say the. Sorry about that. I'm gonna probably say the. Oh man. I kind of want to say the 49ers. I know maybe their quarterback situation is a little – we'll see how Jimmy G does. But we saw how good they were two years ago, and they're pretty much the same team. They're healthy they had again. they had injuries last year. Yeah, that's why, they, that's why they were so bad, all their yeah. injuries. I think that their team when healthy is the best in the NFC. At least it will be for the regular season. So I think they're going to be the one seed. I actually – I drafted him. We'll get into fantasy a little bit. I drafted Trey Lance. I actually think he's going to be really good. I don't know if he's going to start. The simulation actually says he will, he'll take over like week 12 when they go on a three-game losing streak, and then they'll uh, bust it into the playoffs on a win streak or whatever. But, you know, if he does start or not, I, I actually would think it's kind of fun if he did. I think he's going to be really good. And, you know – I don't know. I just like the I like the Niners. Their defense is again so good, and you know they got great. They got great. Uh, honestly, a really good receiving core when it comes down to it. Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. Those are three. That's a pretty good core right there of receivers. 
And so, yeah, the, I'll pick the Bucks second. I mean, the Bucks are the same team from last year. So you might think I'm a little weird, crazy, not putting them at one. You know, it's like this is a Super Bowl team. It's basically the exact same team. So just that alone, I mean, I can see them easily being number one as well because that team is so good. You, you don't need to talk about the Bucs. You already know who they are. All right, number yeah. three, the Packers. Also, no need to talk about them. It's like the same team. Yeah. So the Packers will probably be number three. Number four. So basically, number four, who's the NFC East winner? Who will that be? You mean the NFC least? The NFC least, as Skip Bayless <laughs> says. The Cowboys are definitely the most talented team. I'll say that, but that doesn't mean they're going to win it. Oh, man. The Giants aren't winning it, that's for sure. The Eagles aren't probably going to uh, Unless Jalen Hurts. No, they're not going to win it, though. It's, it's going to be the football team if it's not the Cowboys. Uh, I'm still going to pick the Cowboys, I think, though, to win it. I'm not saying they're going to have a – They'll probably be like nine and eight though and win it or something. And but that's a good enough for the four seat because they're the division winner. That they're just the best, best team in that division. I mean, but I don't still don't think they're that good. But I will pick them to win the NFC least and be the four seed. The five, six, and seven. Definitely, definitely. I think this is actually a lot easier than the AFC for me. Absolutely the Saints are going to be in. I'll give them the five. I think I, – I know, Jay, they, you know, you saw Drew Brees. He wasn't that good, and they still made the playoffs as a three seed. So, you know, James Winston is – we'll see. But I think he's still got pretty good potential. They've also got Kamara. Michael Thomas will be back. Their defense is still pretty solid. I think the Saints are definitely a wild card team. So, I think they'll – I think they'll be like the five seed probably. Them or the Rams, which is my next team, the Rams. I really like the Matt Stafford edition. They're going all in. They have to because that team with Matt, I actually think that, you know, I'll get the Rams the five seed actually, because I think they'll, they'll play the Niners close. I really do. So they'll be the five seed and then the Saints be the six seed. Cause I really like that Rams team. They're, they're mm-hmm. on me. We're also saying about them. They're kind of a quarterback away from the Super Bowl, and Matt Stafford is definitely an upgrade over Jared Goff. So I'm excited to see that team. And now the last team, I'm going to pick the Vikings as a seven seed. I, it's actually kind of easy for me. In my opinion, I think it's easy. I think the Vikings are still a pretty solid team. You know, they've still – I think I I know a lot of people make fun of Kirk Cousins. And, you know, it's – you can kind of maybe say, you know. But when I, was looking good, at, when I was looking at stats last year, I remember I was looking at uh, passing stats. I forgot – I was talking maybe with Charlie Brown or something. And I remember I was looking, and I, I put up Kirk Cousins – and Kirk Cousins had 35 TDs and 13 interceptions on a 67% completion rate. Like, that's pretty good. You know, yeah. that's pretty good. And so they've got a really good weapons on offense. And I still think their defense is, is pretty good. You know, they just got Patrick Peterson, I think. They did, yeah. Although, yeah, they just signed him, you know, and they still got, you know. Don't they have uh, – uh, what's his name? I want to say oh, you Harrison might, Smith. Harrison Smith, yeah. And they're probably gonna, they've got they a few other Adam Thielen. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, obviously. Yeah. Daniel Hunter, that's right. also who I was thinking of. Daniel and, Hunter. And Eric, Cook. Yeah. Anthony Barr is, you know, Harrison Smith yeah. already said. Eric Kendricks is pretty good. Like 
Yeah. I think they have the makings of a wild card team, definitely. So this felt easier than the AFC. That's all I'm going to say. Now okay. I'm excited to hear. I, I know this the Seahawks, you're going to put them in. You already said you were, but I'm excited to hear your uh, – basically, I'm excited to hear who your NFC least winner will be well, and then your other wild card teams. Well, when I was thinking about it, it was actually hard to put kind of the Seahawks in because I think they're one of the teams that I'm least confident on, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it this way. So first is give me Buccaneers. Uh, I think they're the best team. Um, I'm a big Tom Brady guy, and I just think they're the best. Two, Packers. Okay. Um, three, I have Rams winning it. You think the Rams will beat the Niners? I do too, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close. I think sure. it's going to be close, and I think Rams get it. Fourth is going to be the football team. Okay. Watch the football team. They're going to be up the And Cowboys. then at five, I have 49ers. At six, I have Seahawks. And then at seven, I have uh, the Cardinals. Whoa, the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the Cardinals, man. I don't feel like... Oh, wait wait a second. Wait a second. The Cardinals? Shoot, I only had, only had one from the NFC South, didn't I? I didn't put the Saints in, did I? No, you didn't put the Saints in. You think the Cardinals are better? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, I think it's between the Cardinals and Saints. And the reason why is I just don't know if I trust Jameis just yet. I think I probably need my words, and I deep down I know the Saints probably gonna make it. I just want <laughs> to be kind of like do something that's, fun. That's kind, of, that's, that's kind of me with the Vikings, you know. Yeah, because I do think the Cardinals – I mean, I love Kyler Murray. Donner Hopkins is a beast. Um, I think the running backs, Chase Edmonds and uh, James Conner are good. James Conner's going to get hurt, so it's basically just Chase Edmonds. Um, and then I think their defense is actually pretty decent too. I mean, you have to think they were 6-3, and three, and then they went 8-8, um, eight and eight, I believe, to miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they were right there. They just have to put it together. And it was Kyler Murray's second year, right? Right. So and I, and it was his second, first year with Kingsbury or second, second, right? Right. I think it was his second. So I think in that third year, that's when you make the leap. I mean, look at Josh Allen. It was his third year that the Bills made the leap. Right. You know? And I think Kyler Murray is a good quarterback. And I think he has the mold of – a Josh Allen, he's just shorter than him. His arm right. strength is a little less, of course, but his running ability is better. So I think I'll, I see a lot of comparisons between Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and, and, and their progression because I do know Josh Allen made the playoffs year two, I believe. Is that correct? With uh, the Bills? Yeah, he did. He did. I Yeah, because that was um, – was that Brady's last year in – yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Right? Okay. Yeah, 2019. But they were a, what, a six seed, right, I think? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and now that they're seven, it makes it easier to the playoffs. I think that can totally happen with Kyler Murray. I mean, right. I think – I honestly think the NFC West, I think they all might split games with each other. I think they all might win one and lose one against each other. I just realized you predicted the whole NFC West. 
I to did. Make it. You predicted the whole just, NFC West. Well, I just, I just think I don't like any teams in the NFC East other than the football team. I mean, I don't think there's only one there. Then in the yeah. NFC, you have NFC South. You have the Falcons, who I don't think are very good. Mm-hmm. Panthers, I don't think are very good. And Saints are in. And then you go to the Central or NFC North, sorry. And you have the Packers, who are good. And you have the Bears, who are in. And you had the Lions, who <laughs> gave up Matt Stafford and picks for Jared Goff. Or they had to take picks for Jared Goff, which means, eh. And then the Vikings, who are okay. So, I mean, the three teams I was debating with about giving that last spot to was the Saints, Vikings, and Cardinals. And out of those three, I like the Cardinals the best. Yeah, I can – okay, I can respect that definitely. And it's – and I, 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 think I personally – and honestly, like, I like your list, too. Like, when I was going – when you were saying it, I was like, shoot. Saints is a good yeah. pick. I like that. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I also like the Vikings. You do make you me know? question the the uh, Saints pick a little bit. I actually do like the Vikings pick, though. I, I think that's kind of a sleeper pick. I do like your Cardinals yeah. pick. I, I personally can't get on board with the Seahawks pick. For me, personally, I know Russell Wilson is great, and he has great weapons, but – his, yeah, he's just going to get chased a lot, you know, and he, I think he will fatigue I mean, actually, again. I might, I might switch it then. I might put Seahawks at seven, Cardinals at six, because so I Seahawks think still make it are better. Yeah, and I think the reason I also put Seahawks is just because I said they were going to make the playoffs, and so I'm like, let's just go with it. Yeah, but I mean, you, you can't doubt Russell Wilson, you know. It yeah. is hard to go yeah. against him. It really is. And okay. I do like the, the 49ers too, so. Definitely. Oh yeah, the Rams and 49ers. I still think that's a good yeah. Good. I think it's gonna be a good battle. I think I still think the 49ers will win the NFC. I also said that to kind of spice it up instead of just the Buccaneers, you know. So that's yeah. gonna be a good battle though. Whoever doesn't get the division winner is gonna suck having to be the five seed. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. I do want to ask though, why do you want the football? Why do you pick the football team over the Cowboys? The last thing. Um, I think the football team's um defense is way better. I mean, they have a front four, and last year they played pretty well they to do. the end. They do have and a then, better defense. And then their offense, I think, is better and more consistent. Like, you have Terry McLaurin, doesn't get hurt. Antonio Gibson came on strong last year. He did. Um, you have a tight end, Logan Thomas. But the biggest thing is this. You have Ryan Fitzmagic as your quarterback. You know, I love Fitzpatrick, and for some reason, whenever teams get him and they want to lose, they don't because he just – helps them win. And so I think they're better. I, 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 I don't trust the Cowboys. I don't. I think if they played, I think the football team beats them because their defense can stop them. I can't, I don't trust the Cowboys defense. Okay. And I think I'll, I'll all- agree with you. I, that the, the, the football team has a way better defense than the Cowboys. That is for yeah. sure. But I do have to say the Cowboys offense, and- I wouldn't say is way better than the football team. But I would say definitely better. That's And that is why I'm picking the Cowboys. I personally believe this is a Dak redemption year, and I think he's going to have his best year of his career. I'm coming out and saying it. I'm not Skip Bayless. I promise. But I don't know. I think Dak's going to have an MVP-like no, season. I really, and that's going to carry him to the NFC's crown. Yeah, I just think he's going to have a great redemption I, year. I just don't know. I think because, like, you know, he was putting up monster numbers before his ankle injury. Yeah, he and was. They were still losing games. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the reason why I didn't choose them, even though I think 
like if it was me, my top three for MVP this year, like who I think will probably win is either Josh Allen, Dak, or or Tom. So you you think Dak will be top three then? So you can agree with me on the only thing is like yeah. you, if he's playing great, the kind of you know why why arguing doesn't make sense if he's playing great but they're still losing games he. And they're not losing a decent amount. He probably will be in the top three for MVP. If you put him in the top yeah. three, they're probably going to be on track to win the division. Well, I'm just saying if if we actually did most valuable player, right? Right. I mean, I, I don't I don't think it should be based off of. I mean, people say, oh, it should be based off if you win or not. Like NBA, NBA is a lot, a lot different. You have 82 games, right? That is and, true. And you can actually like out of the five guys, you can really impact a lot. Like think if Giannis was on the Bucks. They don't win that finals, and everyone knows it, right? right? So that's that's to me is MVP. Okay. If Dak, if Dak is like you know, think about it. If they go, let's say, let's say they each go ten and seven, right? So which football team goes ten and seven? Uh, and let's just say they're both nine and seven at the very end of the season, right? And they play the last game of the season, and the football team beats them, right? And mm-hmm. so they they get in, and the Cowboys are out. If you right. take Dak off that team, I bet you that team only wins like three games or two games. You know, he might be worth seven wins. And to me, that's important. Because with Brady, if you plug in a different quarterback with the Buccaneers, they're making the playoffs. They just have too many weapons and they're too good, right? Right. But that foot, but the Cowboys, if you plug in a different quarterback, I don't think they win as much as they do. So that's why if they if right. he doesn't like if he doesn't have a winning record, doesn't make the playoffs, he's not making MVP. But he definitely could be top three, but if not, maybe top five. So I will say, yeah, as much as you know, Dak is you know important, and he you know is going to have to have a great season for him to make the playoffs, which I do think he will be capable of. The the what will make dictate if the Cowboys make the playoffs would be how Zeke plays this year, which I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about him. Anyways, yeah, it's a good little NFL discussion. I like it. I like it. We can ju- let's jump in now to college football, and hey. you know you can go ahead and start with tell us a little bit about how the experience was the BYU Arizona game, and any if you have any funny moments or memories you know you want to tell us. Yeah, um, the game was awesome. Uh, it was fun to be back in the stadium and watch something that big live like I went to the Clippers and Jazz game and that was fun but that's like 15,000 18,000 people you know um this one was in Allegiant Stadium so the new stadium the Raiders gotta check it out and it's a super nice stadium it looks really sweet on the outside inside is super nice um BYU won which made it awesome they won 24-16 and uh they announced that that game was the largest um, collegiate sporting event in Nevada state history with 54,000 fans. So, oh, wow. So that was pretty cool. So kind of part of history, you know. Right. Um, but it was, I mean, it's supposed to be a neutral game, but I want to say the stadium was 80% BYU fans and 20% Arizona fans. <laughs> so um, <laughs> just because Arizona went, I think, 0-7 last year. They didn't win at all. Yeah. Um, and they haven't been good for a decent amount. But they actually played really well this first game. And I think they're a lot better than what people are going to give them credit for. Um, but, yeah, but BYU won. It was good. It was great. Um, 
I don't know if I have any funny stories about the game other than it was awesome. <laughs> All right. I mean, it, was, I mean, it, like it was just plan. great. I yeah. mean, it's great to be in Vegas. Um, went through Caesar's Palace, went through the Bellagio. Um, you know, just had fun in Vegas and then was able to top it off with a, with a BYU win. And so, you know, that's good. But now looking forward to the Holy War next week uh, with BYU playing Utah here in Provo. So, you know, that's probably the biggest game I think that all of us Cougar fans circle on the schedule. I think if we went 1-11 and but our only one was Utah every year, I think we would all say it's a successful year. So um, we've lost to them nine years in a row, and it's kind of annoying to say, oh, your team sucks. And it's like you have nothing to say because you're like, yeah, we lost to you, you know. So um, I'm hoping for a win. Uh, Utah's ranked. They're ranked number 24, but the rankings don't come out till tomorrow because, you know, there's some games on tonight. Um, but I assume they're going to be around 20. Um, and so hopefully we can, uh, hopefully that crowd can be, you know, that 12th man. And I think we can get the dub. I think it's going to be close, but I think we can win. So I just can't wait for Missouri State to, to beat BYU when they come to Springfield. And Missouri State can take a lead in the basketball department. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, anyways, so what, what game kind of – I guess we can talk about the – okay, well, what is it like two or three – topics we can talk about north carolina losing to virginia tech right and Aren't then also they one of your picks in the football playoff no north carolina was not one of my picks i picked notre dame who survived also i saw i think, that was, the best, I think that was the best game of the weekend oh was for sure notre dame and and florida state you think notre dame just overrated probably or is florida state better than we think yes to both okay <laughs> anyways so what do you think about the yeah the North Carolina Virginia Tech game a lot of people thought North Carolina was overrated to start with I actually didn't know they were that high what did you kind of think about it I was surprised that they were at ten um but they did finish strong this year but I was at ten I thought they were more like between the fifteen and twenty range I didn't think they were ten right were you surprised they lost then or not not too surprised the thing is is I just don't know because. Last year, it was weird because people played sort of – like, they played their own conferences, but never we never got to see, like, if they who the, how they match up against other conferences, teams, and other things until bowl games, right? But then mm-hmm. they play with fans and not fans. So, like, I, I think, honestly, the home field is so important this year. Like, they played at Virginia Tech, and that stadium was loud. I don't know if you saw any of the – Instagram things or ESPN, but then when they played Enter Sandman and you just see just like 70,000, 80,000 people just going bananas. Yeah. I mean, that has to juice up the home team, right? Whereas thinking about it last year, you have no fans. Like all you see is, okay, they're ranked 10. We're not ranked. We probably won't win. But now you're <laughs> like, hey, we got home field advantage. Yeah. Let's, let's do this, you know? And yeah. so I, and I think that- until like, I just need to get, acclimated again to fans and i think by week three or four i'll be a lot better at predicting who wins or what my <laughs> picks are than right now that, I do, and, that, and i'm just being honest i do want to say though something that kind of uh counters your argument in a sense although yeah i think you know we're going to go with this although i still think your argument is definitely very valid but this is just one of those random cases that seems to break it 
Montana beating Washington at Washington. What do you think oh, about that? I think it's good. I mean, the thing I can counter with that is 05 with Appalachian State and Michigan. It happens. Yeah, do you right? think, your, do you think your that – Your FCS uh, teams, it, you're, you beat them. And I think – and, I mean, it, it all I think is it. do you overlook your schedule or do you say we're 0-0, we're not ranked, let's get a win? Right. Because I think that's also the pressure of being ranked is, you know, you're supposed to win. Right. And so I think sometimes whenever you're the underdog, you throw caution to the wind and say, if I throw an interception, whatever, at least I'm trying. Right. Whereas right. if you're the supposed to win, you throw an interception, you're like, shoot, that could cost the game. And the thing is, Washington threw, I believe, three interceptions. And I think had a fumble as well. And when you have four turnovers in one game, I don't care what it is, you're probably going to lose. And here's the thing. All of those athletes are college athletes. And, like, yes, it's FCS, but it's D1 FCS, right? That's where Trey Lance just came from. You know, North Dakota State is FCS, right? Those athletes are better than high school athletes. Those athletes are better than D2, D3 athletes most of the time. And so if you mess up, you know, these athletes will cash in on those mistakes. I mean, that's why we love March Madness so much, right? I mean, every one of those teams are D1 athletes. And if you don't have a good game, you'll lose. I mean, look at Virginia and UMBC, right? One versus 16. Look at all the upsets we have in college basketball. You know, it's that same thing. So yeah. that's just kind of – I mean, it's a lot harder in football because there's 12 guys, coverages. You know, basketball's a little bit easier, right? Someone gets streaky, you know, whatever, right? But it can still be done. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was great that they that they won. So shout to the Montana Grizzlies. I like their yeah, logo three, too. Three FCS programs won on opening week against FBS schools, which I think is a record. I think is what I saw. Dang. So then, lastly, we'll talk a little. Well, also, you know, Tulane almost pulled off an upset against Oklahoma. They yeah, were they were they, they played them well, so, and Fresno State played. Oregon, Oregon decently well, really too. well, which I was a little scared because um, I think hopefully I think everyone knows this, but I'm a BYU, Michigan, Oregon, and ASU fan. And you're like, wow, those are all over the place. Charles knows I have a reason for all of them. And I've been a fan of them for, I don't know, ever since you've met me, I've been a fan of them. Like right. I've never not been a fan, you know, um, but that scared me a little bit. Um, yeah, I think I think Fresno State is, is a pretty good team. Oh, Fresno State is, I mean, they won the Mountain West last year. Right. I and, wait, and did they, or was it San, or was it San Jose State? I don't know, one of the two. But also, and then like this, yeah, Fresno State looks like they well, and I, mean, I, I'm I mean, I'm excited as well, and I'm sure you're excited too for UCLA who gets to play Arizona State and Oregon. Well, and I'm also excited too because BYU plays Arizona State in two weeks. Oh, yeah. And it's here in Provo, so I'll be going to that one. So who are you rooting for then, BYU? And overall, you would you say, is that your – if you had to pick? Or are you going to show up in Arizona State uh, gear? See, I have an Arizona State hat and a BYU shirt. I'm just going to wear both. <laughs> I might wear both. I don't know. To me, it's always uh, – I feel like I always tend to root for BYU. But – Whoever's ranked higher and whoever has the better outlook, I think, is who I root for when it comes to favorite teams, you know? Okay. But I think I might root for BYU just because I want to have everyone know that BYU is not just a fluke. 
because last year they went 11 and one, you know, and finished number 10 in the country or whatever. Um, so yeah, so probably them, but I mean, the other game too, that was good. Um, this one was not good. Alabama, Miami, Miami's always overrated. I mean, they're whatever, but the other game that was just defensively minded was, I was going to, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. What were your, I, I'm all, I picked Georgia to win. Yeah. I guess you did. I picked Clemson to make the FCS playoffs and that doesn't necessarily destroy their chances because Georgia is very, you did, I think. There, okay. it doesn't it doesn't destroy their chances because Georgia's up in contention too, so they can still make it. But because oh yeah, because I picked I picked Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Oregon, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but yeah, the so you predicted Georgia to win. Why did you think Georgia would win? And what did you see from um, the game? Lo- looking back on it, I, if I could redo my prediction, I would not have Clemson in my top four. I kind of forgot about Georgia, honestly. Um, and I probably would pick Georgia instead. I like their team. Um, I I think Clemson is a little overrated. I don't think they're as good as what they were. Right. Um, and that's kind of why I picked them. Okay. Yeah, it was a defensive minded game. That's for sure. But I mean, what the thing is, I don't know if Georgia's offense is that good. Their defense is great. Clemson's offense is usually pretty decent. But the defense is pretty is actually pretty good this year, so it'll be interesting to see. I think if Clemson runs the table, and then I think they're they'll probably be in because it's Clemson. But yeah, it'll be interesting. It was a good, definitely good game though. I game. also I don't know game. if you've seen this. I just want to bring this up real quick. But on Madden twenty two and like their superstar camo, they have like campus legends with like a like ten I think college football all time teams. I remember looking. What, who are the ten? I know it's it's Oklahoma, Texas, Florida, USC, Clemson, Michigan State because I watched MMG play with them. <laughs> Let me look Michigan it up real quick. State's in there. Yeah, Michigan oh, State's it, in there. Oh, is it all the? Huh. yeah. Look it up. Yeah, I'm, I remember that I was looking at uh, him playing with Florida with Tim Tebow at quarterback, and like Tim Tebow's yeah. like OP because he's like max speed because he was a beast in college. Oh yeah, yeah. It looked, it looked, it also looks so fun. All right, let's look at it the campus like legends. NCAA football, which is awesome. I lo- I cannot wait for NCAA football again. Okay, so Clemson, Texas, Miami, Michigan State, Nebraska, Oregon, Florida, LSU, USC, Oklahoma. Oh, Oregon's in there. Yeah, Oregon's in there. Man. Uh, yeah, that's my team. Let's go, baby. What team would you want to play with out of all those 10? Oh, okay, Oregon. I know. Okay, besides Oregon, not your team. Just based off the players or if you like the school. Yeah, I already know. You already know my answer. Bro, I'm playing with Timothy Tebow in Florida. Um, that, he was so fun to use. I would either play with Miami or uh, oh, Texas. Miami's got such a good defense with, like, Ray Lewis and Etri. Yeah, and, well, and then they also have, I mean, your punter returner is Devin Hester. Yeah. Oh like, no! Yeah, so I probably I would probably go with either Miami or Texas, and probably Miami just because um, BYU has a little bit of a history against Miami. Okay, I believe it was in '91. Miami's ranked number one, and they came to Provo. And my mom and dad were at the game, and BYU won. Um, and I believe '91 is the year that Ty Detmer won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. So. I think I'd probably play with Miami just because of that. So if it if I can't play with Oregon, I'd probably play with Miami. 
All right. Sounds good. So we'd have a good old Sunshine State duel. Oh, man. Oh, one sec. Okay. Now, sorry, an ad play because I was pulling up the next topic, our last topic of the day. Good. good old fantasy football. Oh, we saw you. You couldn't escape. All right. Anyways, good old fantasy football. Matt and I have been playing this. At least I've been playing with Matt for probably, I think it's our eighth year now. So <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, it's a long, long time. Eight or seven years. It's been a long time. And did well, you play fresh? Did you play freshman year? Sophomore. That's my first year. So one, so sophomore year, junior, senior, and freshman year, college, sophomore year, junior year. This is eight. Yeah, this is eight, eight years. Jeez, it's been that long. With Martin Jeez. too. Martin's been with us for eight years. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, and, that's, and that's that same league. We've had that same league for eight years now. No, not uh it was your league. And then once you left for your mission, we made this league. So this league this is our fifth oh, year of this league. Okay. Okay, yeah. fifth year. Okay. Gotcha. Anyways, yeah, I'm excited to talk about kind of you know fantasy football. It's now, everyone's favorite. First, First off, explain how we did our draft because I think it's a okay. better way to do it. I, I think it's more fun. Yeah, more, like I think it's more fun. We're gonna talk. Yeah, we're gonna talk about a kind of our like. We'll, we don't really talk about our teams. We'll just talk about like the players we think you guys should draft. You know, just like some sleepers. And, we, and my, we might talk about our teams because they're projected to be pretty decent. I guess. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I I do want to say real quick before we get into it. My team is projected to go thirteen and one as the one seed. <laughs> I couldn't believe when I saw that. I've never been oh, that mine's... high. And then well, Matt, I loved yeah. it because on, on mine it said, uh, your team made some risky picks, but it's going to pay off. I'm supposed to go 12 and 2 and finish second. So, yeah, mine said, what did mine say? I think mine said, it's, although they selected 16th overall, Moon still came through with a good performance on draft day. They went after ball carriers early using three of their first four selections on running backs. Elsewhere on the roster, moving souls able to secure the top pair of Titans in the league. Okay. Anyways, so that would be the first thing I talk about. And as soon as I talk about our draft strategy. So we are in a 10-team league, and we're doing half PPR this year. The PPR. first time we're doing PPR, which I know is crazy. Half? Yeah, 0.5. Oh, why are we not doing full? Because oh you didn't even know well Charlie or uh, brought up he thinks that it should be half because I, I for, kind of forgot what he said he just thinks it's more balanced so I said sure whatever so we're doing half PPR anyways so like it's only a half point for a catch <laughs> Matt didn't know that and he's finding out now okay anyways <laughs> well he doesn't I don't know we might have to talk about that because you can that's talk about why him. I chose some of the guys. Anyways, I mean, anyway, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, half point is half point, but like, I just seem stupid. Why are you gonna get a half point for a catch? Is it a full catch or is it a no catch? I mean, that's really what it is, right? I don't know. You okay, can anyways. talk. You can talk to them about it. Anyways, yeah. So we did ten team, and what we decided to do, we incorporated this last year. We have a draft lottery. And the draft lottery consists of where you placed last year. So, for example, I won the league last year, not to brag, but I won the league last year. So, I had – what did say? I won the league, Chris. I won <laughs> – so, I had the worst odds at the number one pick. And so, then second place had the, you know, the second worst odds. So, like 10, 9, 8, 7, up to 1, who had the finished last, had the best odds at the number one pick. 
to make it a little bit more like an actual, you know, like professional sports league, like basketball and football, depending on how you do. And so what we did was we, we just came up with a wheel. We made a list and we put everyone's name on there once. And then we took off the number one guy who had the number one projection because their name's only going to be on there one time. And we just copied the list and then we just went down, you know, removed each time. So that me, for example, who had the worst odds, had my name on there 10 times because I'm most likely to get the 10th pick. And then nine, second place had their wheel name on the wheel nine times, eight times, and we spun it. And then whenever it landed on, uh, you know, the first person got 10th and then ninth. And yeah, so it was really cool. Sam recorded it. So um, and he said it was really laggy, though. So it'd be kind of cool to show like a demonstration of it. Maybe we'll get to one of these days. But we basically did a lottery. And so it was we really like that because it makes it a little more balanced. And instead of just a random where you pick random, you know, spots. And so it was a ton of fun and diving into it We're I'm going to talk about kind of, we'll talk about a little bit, some of the, our tips for the fantasy season upcoming and what we think is effective. Matt, you want to say and something? Yeah. You forgot to mention we could do trades too. Oh so yeah. 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 Do yeah. Trades in our, you can, in you our... can, I traded three times <laughs> and I think you and I were the only ones who traded. Well, yeah. The people I traded with Sam and Kevin too. Remember all of my yeah. trades were the only trades that happened. So I traded three times and then everyone I traded with traded once and then everyone else traded zero times. So and yeah. I was trying to trade again for another second round pick, but no one wanted to bite my offer. So I know, man, I trading down is a lot easier than trading up. So yeah, I was, because I always traded well, down. Well, yeah, I'm surprised you gave me your second round pick, honestly. Anyways, I didn't really want anyone there. I got everyone I wanted. So <laughs> hey, there you go. I personally, my first tip is target running backs because the running back depth, it, it's kind of a, just a rule in fantasy. You want to try and select, I selected four of my first five or six picks. So I really stashed up on running backs. Now, if you can get three in like your first five or six, that's pretty good because the running back depth, I think, I think this I got a, three in my first five as well or six. The running back so. depth is a little weaker, I feel like, this year than other years. I don't know. I, I'm too. not confident in it. And so I definitely think some running running backs are important. And for me personally, a couple of like running backs who are more later targets, in my opinion, Matt and I actually got the two that I'm going to mention, Miles Gaskin and Mike Davis, who are more like six round projected. If you can, I picked them in the fifth round or even like late fourth if you have it, if there's nothing left. Because who, where did I pick my? I think I picked them in the seventh round, didn't I? You picked them in the sixth, like at uh, 50s. So that's the sixth round. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I picked, I picked Gaskin in the late 40s, which I was really happy he was there because I was afraid he wasn't. So those are two guys who are a little bit, I think, are very going to be very good and they're a little bit undervalued. Now, obviously, you kind of know who would be in the third, second, and first round. So you can go from there. But that's my first tip, definitely. Also, I think tight end is also really important. The tight end depth is even worse, I feel like. And that's why I picked Darren Waller with my first pick, because I just wanted to secure a tight end. Because uh, the tight ends didn't – you know, you you got Hawkinson, which I don't think is bad. But if you didn't get him, I don't know who you would have had. You know, like it would have oh, – uh, Well, I'm surprised I got him where I did. I think I got him yeah. like in the eighth round or ninth round, and no one was picking tight ends. And I was like, well – Yeah, I don't know. Because like, he like, was listed fourth. It was Kelsey's first, yeah. then Waller, and then the third one was Kittle, and then it's Hawkinson. Yeah, or no, it was technically Andrews, and and then it was uh, oh, Hawkinson. Hawkinson's so fifth. he's fifth. Okay, 
Yeah, I, I, I no one picked him. I, I don't know. Some people like Sam waited to get like Gerald Everett as his time, which actually he might be okay, but like he didn't, you know, grab anyone that he, you know, because he waits so long, he has like a kind of a, a, a big risk. And I know tight end's not the most important position, but it definitely still has value. And so picking a, I think personally, if you can get a top three tight end, you should go for it if it's there because the tight end depth is very, very weak in my opinion. And so yeah. me getting Waller, I was really happy about because that's what I wanted all along with my second round pick. And so, yeah, I was super happy with my, my team. I mean, my other tips, I don't rush on a quarterback too much. I still ended up with Ryan Tannehill, who I think is going to be – that's kind of a super quarterback in my opinion. And especially if you're in like a 12-man league, you know, you can still get good – like I think, you know, you could, you know, like maybe guys who aren't even like out of the – basically who are out of the top 12. And so like assuming those guys all go to others, you could get like yourself, you know, a Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr. Like they're not that bad if you wanted to wait. Like you don't have to rush to get a quarterback over – maybe a good running back who's still there. That's definitely more important than getting a quarterback. Now having a good starting quarterback is good, but you can still get guys like that, you know, who will be sleepers and even like Fitz magic, maybe, you know, like there are still some good, like later rounds and you can always stream like the quarterback and wide receiver positions. You can stream, you know, so you don't have to really panic about them, but of course, you know, draft like a stud if he's there, like a wide receiver stud, like Matt Vee and Devontae Adams, but you definitely can, can, you know, I definitely prioritize running back and tight end in my opinion, a lot more. Matt, what are you, what are your kind of draft tips? If you have to say. Um, that's pretty much my same thing. Um, I think second round is key. If you screw up your second round pick, it kind of screws your whole draft a little bit. Cause now you're playing from behind. And so for me, I was lucky because I know this is not how everyone's format is, but I traded and I had two second round picks. And I got Eckler with my first pick as a running back. And I was just I was gonna do my early second round pick with another running back. But for some reason, Devonta Adams was still there whenever I was picking. And I said, Well, he's probably wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. I can get him in, in the mid. And I and I think that's where you can. So to me, I either do in the first two rounds, either two running backs or a running back and then a receiver that I love that I know will give me that. And doing PPR, it does make the right receivers a lot less um, risky to take over running back. Because if you have a like Derek Henry, he's not going to get a lot of points from receiving. And receiving yards. And real quick, that's why I think like guys like Gaskin and Davis will be better because I think they're going to have a lot, of, a good amount of catches their way. But continue. That's, on. And that's why I picked Eckler. You know. Yeah. Like exactly. That. Exactly. Um. And so that's what taking into account is what your league does. But that's just what I do. Uh, but like, like I said, for someone like Devonta Adams there or like Stephon Diggs, sometimes it's best just to pick the best value. And I think Devonta Adams and someone who's going like first round. And I got him in like the middle of the second round. So to yeah, me, exactly. it was worth it. And then I also got Antonio Gibson, who was like a late first round, early second round person in the late second round. And so I felt good with all of those picks. And so what Charles says, do that. And then between round one and six, I try to get a tight end. But if I can see what other people are doing and they're not drafting tight ends, then I kind of wait. And that's kind of what I did. I waited till I was like, you know what? This is probably the time where I need to start thinking about it because to me um tie-ins are great 
But if you have other players that can cover a tight end's points, you're going to be fine. Like, yeah, it's really outside of the top three. And in my opinion, the top two, I think Darren Waller is better than Kittle. Uh, I think he's going to score a lot more, at least in fantasy, he's going to score a lot more. Yeah, uh, outside of the top two tight ends, there's really not much of a difference. Yeah. Like, top three, I'm going to say top three with Kittle. Okay. Outside of that, there's not much difference between tight end four and 15. And so at that point, it's like draft people who are going to get you more points, like running backs, yeah. wide receivers, and, preferably running backs. And, and for then me, tight end somewhere else. And for me, I wanted one of those top guys, and I really wanted Waller because I think he actually, I don't think maybe he'll be better than Kelsey, but I think he's going to be pretty close. He's going to score a lot of points. And his see, here's the thing, and the thing for you is you didn't get wide receivers until like the fourth round or whatever. Yep. But you round. have a tight a tight end who is like a wide receiver, yeah. three points. Exactly. And like I like I think my receivers are better than yours, and I think you can admit that. But the thing is, is your tight end is definitely better than mine. You know, and, and I think that's what you have to de- you have to decide is what type of player, what type of fantasy player are you? Do you like wide receivers and the big players? Yeah. And- like can get you this 20 to whatever points or do you want a consistent 15 from a tight end every single week and i've never had a tight end like a top tight end and i was was like this is the year i'm gonna get one so i was gonna be if darryl got picked right before me like by you especially like i I just well devontae Adams fell but like i was worried you're gonna pick him before me and i was was like it was gonna screw my whole strategy i was thinking about it just because i was like man a tight end is good but when devontae adams fell i was like there's no way i'm not picking him thank goodness they got all the doubt out but yeah like darren was projected like i mean projections don't mean they they help when you're looking you know at players but darren was projected like 320 points which is a lot for a receiver yeah you know especially receiver or tight end yeah and so i was super happy to get him that's who i wanted all along and so yeah i Fantasy, so drafting a team is so fun, man. And I mm-hmm. I just want to give a quick shout out to the guys who triggered Matt by taking all 57 seconds to make their pick, a.k.a. Eric. And Matt was just losing his mind over it because eventually he can't play. That's because I was always freaking picking after Eric. And he, like, here's the thing. With me with fantasy, here's a cue. Use it. Have players <laughs> that you want. And then after that, you can decide because – Every time someone picked, Eric was like, crap, I want that person. Let me take 50, almost a whole minute to get my pick in. And I'm like, bro, come well, on, dude. Eric, Eric, you know, Eric, I feel like just doesn't. And we'll talk about that later, which we might have a fancy podcast. Anyways, it was funny because I got to a point where it was like the seventh, eighth or so round and Matt made a pick like instantly. And he's like, all right, you see how fast I made that pick? That's how fat, that's how we should be picking guys. And then it came to Eric and he still took like 50 seconds. And then Matt just didn't say anything. I think you were just you're like, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about our teams real quick? Should we brag? Sure. Yeah. Let's just go through our teams and say who we have. Um, mm-hmm. let's go with your team first since you're projected first. Um projected first. Yeah, you know, you can I, go through go go through who your starters are and then go through like your bench and then give me. Like two picks, like one pick that you think you reached on, and one that you think is the steal of a draft of the draft. For me, yeah, I'll do the same thing for me. Okay, so, all right, I've never been projected so high. I'm always like mid tier when I get projections, so it feels weird to be the top guy. 
anyways i'm used to, i'm used to being that high yeah so so last year i was not though last year i think i projected six and i got seven so uh, yeah who knows maybe these maybe these projections are better than the uh you know other so stuff at, at quarterback i have ryan Tannehill. i'm very pleased with that pick i mean if i didn't mess up my trip with matt i, I might have had like omar or something maybe or like maybe even dak but I'm still happy with Ryan Tannehill. It could be worse for sure. I think he, I think he's a super which pick, quarterback. Which pick were you going to give me instead? The seventh or instead of my two? sixth. Oh yeah, when you said and second and six for your I know. fifth, I was like, I, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, I, I was it. busy. I, I wasn't, but my draft went exactly how I wanted. So, I mean, I ended hey, up with got that. Some good people in the fifth round, though. With that, yeah, I did. I got Cooper Cup, who fell to me. I was so happy. Yeah. That. Anyways, yeah. with my seventh uh, round pick, I picked Tannehill. But if I had your sixth round, I could have had Dak probably. Anyways, so yeah, I picked Ryan Tannehill. At running back, I have Chris Carson, David Montgomery. And then at receiver, I have Cooper Cup and T. Higgins. At tight end, I have Darren Waller. My flex, I have James Robinson. My kicker, I have Butker. And then my defense, I have the Buccaneers. So pretty happy with my defense, definitely. Kicker, it's whatever. I just He's on a good offense, so... I mean, Sam, the Chiefs fan, says he's not actually that good, but kickers don't really matter too much. That, he, that dude, Sam, picked Justin Tucker in like the seventh or eighth round. So, <laughs> And you guess who I picked in the ninth round? My steal of the draft. I got him in the ninth round. Javante Williams. I think he's the – if you guys don't know, and I don't think our league knew this either, he's a rookie running back. He's not projected a lot, but – I, I for Denver, him. you knew. Yeah, I knew you did. But I, I already I picked, liked. I, but I liked my running backs that I had. So. I, I wanted five, and he was the perfect fifth. So, anyways, he's a stash player. He's going to split duties with Melvin Gordon, but there's a lot of talk about how he's, he might just take over that backfield because he's very talented. And so, I think he's a really good stash target if you can get him. Our league obviously didn't really know about him. I don't blame them though, because he's not projected a lot. But I was, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe he was still there in the ninth round. And like it was kept going to me. And I was like, please, 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 please fall. And then like I think Tri Brown made his pick. And then it was like he was there. I was like, oh yeah. And I clicked him right away because he's a perfect stash running back. And I think a, a couple other stash running backs are Trey Sermon for the Niners, who Autumn actually has on her team. So Sermon on the Niners. Yeah. He's a good stash, too. He's also another rookie. And then Michael Carter for the Jets. He's also another – if you're looking for a stash running back, those are kind of the top guys. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's my steal of the draft. But I'll go to the rest of my bench. I have Trey Lance at backup quarterback. Just hoping he develops maybe. I don't know. I feel confident in my quarterback, so I kind of risked it with uh, my, my backup. I got Miles Gaskin sitting on my bench. I feel a little mean about that. I'm just hoarding the running backs. <laughs> Um, I picked him when I already had three. So then I also have Michael Thomas. I took a flyer on Michael Thomas because my receivers are a little weaker. And so I'm just hoping when he comes back, if he does, he can be what he kind of what he's been before. And so I can maybe plug him in. So I took a, a flyer on him. It was like the 12th round when I got him. So I was pretty happy about that. I was like, why not? You know, it's worth a bench spot. And then I also have Marvin Jones of the Jags. I don't know. I, I might drop him. I wasn't sure to pick my other receiver. I really wanted Debo, but Kevin picked him. So I just I if I could if I have to, I'll stream one. You know, he's just kind of there on the bench for now, though. I, he's consistent. And then I also have Austin Hooper as my backup tight end. But Cleveland offense is good, so I figured you know I'd pick him. 
And yeah, that's my team. Very happy with my team. I got like all the running backs I got are pretty much all the running backs I wanted. And what's the pick that you kind of reached on? Like maybe could have gone a little bit lower, but you really liked him. So you picked him a little higher than probably what he was going for. This is hard. I feel like I got all my guys that where they should be or uh, undervalue. But I guess if I had to say one, maybe T. Higgins. I picked him in the late fifth. Maybe a stretch. But I I think that was probably like the one that was maybe. But because you didn't draft in the sixth round, I think it was good. I did draft in the sixth round. Wait, did I? I don't think you did. You gave me your pick. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I drafted T. Higgins in the sixth round. He was my sixth round pick. I drafted Gaskin at the, in the fifth. Yeah, I drafted okay. T. Higgins in the sixth round. Uh, that is probably my only reach. I really do like him, though. I like all the Bengals receivers. I think all of them are good. I personally yeah. like T. Higgins the best because I thought him and Burrow had a really good connection last year. And so I think hopefully that continues. I mean, looking at who else I could have picked, I mean, I could have had well, I'm gonna receivers. DJ Moore, Thielen, maybe, but I don't know. He, Robbie Anderson, potentially. I don't know. And T. Higgins just felt like to me the best pick. So that I guess that's my reach. But for what I was available and what I needed, it was, I don't think it was too bad. But Matt, Matty B, talk about your team. Okay, if you want to pull mine up because I don't have mine pulled up, <laughs> you're gonna. I'm using off memory, so if I miss someone, tell me. Um, but here's who I have for my starters. At QB, I have Lamar Jackson. And then uh, RB is Austin Eckler. Another RB is Antonio Gibson. Then my wide receiver is Devonta Adams. Another wide receiver is Amari Cooper. Then my flex is uh, Mike Davis, running back. And then my kicker, I don't even know what my kicker is. I don't know matter too much. Jason Myers of Seattle. Oh, okay. So Seattle. Then defense is 49ers. I was happy with them. I thought I think they're gonna be really good. Um, and then my bench, I have Cortland Sutton as a wide receiver. Yep. I have Chase Edmonds as a running back. I have uh, Corey Davis as my other receiver. I have a tight end. Oh, sorry, my tight end, my starting tight end is Hawkinson, by the way. For the Lions. My backup tight end is Goder yep. from the Eagles. Yep. And then my backup QB is Zach Wilson. You also forgot one more guy who's a receiver who I actually think is a steal of a pick. Uh, Michael Pittman. I think he might be pretty good. Oh, yeah. Michael Pittman. Yeah. I forgot about that. I like him. I think he's a good pick. So for me, the steal for my draft, I would say is probably Corey Davis. And the really? reason why. It's either it was either him or Sutton for me. And the reason why I say that, because I the steal of the draft for me, honestly, was Devontae Adams in the second round at right. 15. Like, I don't know why he wasn't picked early, but anyways, um, it's either Sutton or or Davis, just because Sutton, I think, is the number one option there in Denver. And Teddy, if you're comfortable with him. But when it comes to um Oh, sorry. No, no, Sutton. Sorry. I mixed it up. My bad. Sorry. Sutton or Zach Wilson are my two, like, steals, I think. Just because I think 
Sutton was no one kind of really knew kind of who he was, I think, in our draft. And he's number one option. I mean, and his last preseason game with Teddy Bridgewater, he had two, three targets, two receptions, 27 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty decent. That's like 10 points, right? Um, and he played for like, I think, a quarter or like half or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the reason why I like Zach is because I think he's really good. He's mobile, can sling the ball. And I just think, I mean, I only need him for a week because I have Lamar Jackson. So I kind of could have picked whoever. Uh, my reach for the draft, though, I'd like to say is Corey Davis, just because I know that people were picking him in like the 12th, 13th round. I picked him in the 10th, I think, or the 9th. But it's because he's the number one option in New York. And I think that's Zach Wilson's safety net. And so I think anytime they need a big play or whatever, they go to him and they pay big money for him from Tennessee. And so that's who I like. Okay. I can. Okay. But Pitt, I, I think all my wide receivers were kind of low key, kind of good. Like Sutton, Pittman, and Davis on the bench, I think there's a really good receiving core with I'm, Adams and Cooper. I'm happy with my two receivers personally. Uh, and yeah. I'm happy with Michael Thomas on the bench, definitely to stash. Marvin Jones is my only maybe question mark, but I, I picked him right. I, liked, I was actually going to pick him, and then you picked him right for me. So I was like, oh. Okay. Did I really? Yeah. He actually, in terms of projection, he fell a lot. but Oh, a lot. Yeah. Um, he was like in this uh, low 70s, and I got him, what, in the 100s? So, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I will see how he does. He's like my maybe question mark, but still just a veteran receiver on the bench. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I took him from you, huh? Did I take any other guys from you at all, or no? No, I don't think so. I uh, I was going to take Robinson, but then I decided to go with um, Gibson instead. Oh, really? So, Rob, yeah, I was so happy with Robinson. I just, I just couldn't justify taking Robinson in the second. If I would have had my third-round pick, I would have taken him in my third. But, <laughs> but I had your third-round pick, and so I took it with you. And I think you literally took it with my third-round pick. I, I think, did. So I did. So I, that, that's why I, just, I love Gibson, and they said they're going to use him in a Christian McCaffrey-type role, right. and I love that. But but the thing is, is if I didn't have your third-round pick, I wouldn't have Adams. So I'm, I'm okay with what I did. I mean, I think Gibson and Eckler are both good running backs, so I'm happy with my team. I think it's really good. I don't really see a lot of holes in it unless people get injured. So, I think one pick that you should have made instead of a, one you did, though. But I, I understand, you know, because mm-hmm. you already had in Gibson, who's on the football team. But I, I think you should have picked Scary Terry over Amari Cooper. If I'm being real with you, but maybe you didn't want two football yeah. team players. You know, the reason why the reason why I didn't do that was because I had two. Uh, I I would have had two Washington football team players. Right. I didn't have Gibson. I would have taken Scary Terry. But nope. the reason why I did Amari Cooper is because he's on the Cowboys. But Dak really likes Amari Cooper. And if you and I both think it's his MVP year, someone has to get the football. And I think yeah, I, that's, I think Autumn getting CD Lamb, what you did was a steal too. He fell to like the sixth or early, early sixth, maybe late fifth, I think. So I thought that he fell really far. I picked yeah. Cooper Cup over him though, because I like Cooper Cup more. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, man, yeah, you can see this has been our longest episode. Yeah, this is no, as I said, we were excited about this episode. So we and definitely it's awesome because Thursday night is Dallas and Buccaneers, baby. Oh Let's go. man, I cannot wait to. Oh, I got Tom Brady going up against me. 
<laughs> Eric's quarterback is, is Tom. <laughs> it's not, not a bad pick by any means, but no. I'm looking at Eric's team. He's got four guys who all have question marks, and my, my starters are all fully healthy, so it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's going to wrap up episode 11. This was our longest one yet. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was, uh, as we told you, we were super excited about this. It's football. It's fantasy football. Like, you know, as you know, what's not to, what's not to love. So make sure you check out the video version here on YouTube. Also make sure you check out the audio version on Spotify and Apple podcast. And also I think I'll let Maddie talk about it a little more, but I think we'll be making no, a no notes podcast Instagram in the next couple of days. Is that the plan you think, Matt? Yeah, the plan is to do that by hopefully the next podcast, if not over the weekend. Um, yeah, so because we're hoping to. I do have school and stuff, but right. Um, we have a new logo. We do, um, yeah. Cover art. Yes, it's awesome. Um, so we're just gonna make an Instagram, so that way we're still gonna post things on our um, main page. But I think what's gonna have happen is um, we might be um, having a Google Doc sheet of. Um, like interviews to sign up for so if anyone is an athlete or like to talk on the podcast or they know anyone that would be down sign up for that type stuff and you know you can just have the list and do that right also we'll be um doing a little bit of snippets of different things so that way um, people can actually hear the podcast without having to go to youtube or whatever we can kind of be like a main part so yeah we're we're trying to do a little just trying to build the brand, you know? So. Yeah. So it should be, should be a ton of fun, but yeah. Thank you guys again. Episode 11 is a wrap and yeah. See you later. Peace.